This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. So today we have a new sponsor for a new year, and that new sponsor is Listenable.io. What is Listenable? It's short audio courses with only about 10 lessons per course, and the lessons are only about five minutes long, maybe seven at the most. And they're just little courses on everything from business to religion to podcasting to content creation, whatever. They've got hundreds of courses there. It's only $14.99 a month, or if you do a year advanced payment, it's only $7.49 a month. And, of course, if you use, I have a discount code now, my discount code, which is my name, Isaiah O'Connor, that's I-S-A-I-A-H-O-C-O-N-N-O-R, all lowercase, you get a 30% 30% discount on your purchase, which is really, really cool. So it's really inexpensive. It's great for people like us entrepreneurs who want to learn on the go, just like Audible, except for it's shorter bite-sized segments, so it's a lot easier if you're really busy. You have a short commute. You want to listen while you take a little run. Very short time to get a lot of information compacted in. And to boot... Me and my business partner, Jason St. Clair, have also been invited to produce content for these courses, and I will be letting you know as I get my content up there so you can go listen to the course I put together. So it's really, really cool. That's listenable.io. Discount code, 30% off, Isaiah O'Connor. That's I-S-A-I-A-H-O-C-O-N-N-O-R. And you get a 30% discount. Now, let's get into today's subject. And today's subject was kind of helped along by a conversation I had with a young man named Harrison, who is a young entrepreneur and also a performer, magic performer, and has been starting to build up his business despite Corona. And we were talking about his business growth. And I told him in order to grow, he needed to make a lot of mini means. He needed to clone himself. And also talked to him about replacing himself. And that's kind of the theme of today's show. And as a bonus, hopefully in the near future, I will have Harrison on as a guest, and we'll be talking about some of these things. So that's something to be looking forward to. So why do you need to replace yourself? Well, let's get into a story. A couple of years ago, actually longer than that, there's a guy named Grant Thompson who started a YouTube channel called The King of Random. Where he would do random sciencey, crafty type videos of how to do science, how to make little crafts, 
make little, for example, make little rockets using just match heads. All these different things. Kind of cool. And he built this channel up to a pretty huge channel on YouTube. Matter of fact, in 2019, they had about 10 million subscribers. That's huge. Now, this guy Grant was a pretty smart guy. He did science videos after all, played with things like liquid nitrogen, which he made at his house. Yeah, he's that type of guy. But he also realized he couldn't do it alone. And so as he went on, he hired a videographer to film him. He hired video editors to edit the videos. He still maintained creative control, but he got people to help them build up his channel because it's a lot of work to film and edit and put things together and and get the camera right. It's a lot of work to do YouTube video. I know I've done a few of them myself. Now, as this time went on, he realized he was putting more and more work into his channel and he was not getting a lot of time to be with his family, his wife, his young kids. And he really wanted to be free from that. So he decided to start replacing himself. He brought another man, young man on named Nate to kind of take over as the front man for the channel, the guy who would be on being filmed and doing the experiments and, and doing the content while he worked himself more and more into a managerial background role. And his whole goal was to pr produce kind of a company that would be self-sustaining so he would not have to be there and it would still work and still provide for him and his family. So he decided to replace himself. And so he brought on another host. That worked out good. He brought on another host. So there was two hosts. And he set it up. So yeah, he still maintained control, but it worked with or without him. He set up the systems. He hired the right people. He trained the people. He got people up and running so they could work with him there or with him not there. He replaced himself so he could spend time with his family. This was fortuitous because in July of 2019, he died in a tragic paramotoring accident. He was out learning how to paramotor. Something went wrong. He crashed. He died. Young guy, my age, in his late 30s, early 40s. Can't remember exactly how old. He left his wife. He left his kids. And it was very tragic. I did a whole podcast in tribute to him when this happened back in July. Or in August. It was one of my early, early podcasts. But the positive side, the upside of it, and the importance of it is... Because he had replaced himself, today his channel is up to 12 million subscribers. His wife and kids are absolutely cared for. His employees are absolutely cared for. They are growing. They've added even more hosts. The channel's growing. The company's growing. And he made it that way on purpose because he wanted to replace himself so that his family would be taken care of. So... This is a good reason to want to replace yourself in your company. Now, let's go into some points. Why do people do not 
feel the need to replace themselves? Well, I think first and foremost is most people, it never comes into their mind. They don't even think about it. They think about, oh, I really like making balloon animals myself. So I'm going to start this company making balloon animals. And as I build up the company, maybe I can start getting people to do more of the accounting, the business operations, building up stuff, doing sales and marketing so I can do more balloon animals, which is great. However, just because you like doing something doesn't mean you should be doing it the whole time. If you feel like that, great. Just do that. No condemnation. However, I'll go into some reasons why you might reconsider. But you like what you do, so you don't think about it. I like doing this. This is what I do. And this is who I am. And that's something you think of. You think of yourself as a balloon artist, as a content creator. You don't break through to that as a business owner, entrepreneur, where you're not thinking of yourself. You think of yourself as doing the thing instead of running the company. Kind of a big thing there. And I'll probably do another podcast on that later. Another thing is, if you're irreplaceable, it can make you feel really needed and give you a real good feeling of job security. Because when you work at a standard 9-to-5 job where you're easily replaceable, you don't feel that secure. If they want to fire you, bring another person in, that's all they need to do. They can do it. You're gone. So, yeah, being irreplaceable can make you feel more confident that you're needed in your company. And then, of course, being irreplaceable can give you a feeling of control. Maybe an illusory feeling of control, but you feel like you can control things more because you're not replaceable. You call the shots. Yeah, it's okay to be in control of your company. You need to have control. There is something to that. But you don't want to become a control freak and micromanage everything. And not being replaceable can make you feel like you need to micromanage things to make it better for you, which can be negative. So, another couple reasons why. You may be the only one with the skills needed, and not just that, finding someone to replace you might be very difficult. Right now, I'm a balloon artist in a country with very few balloon artists and even With few people even knowing what a balloon artist does, and even fewer balloon artists, it's a very tight community. There's not a lot of people walking around playing with balloons that you can just go, hey, I need a balloon artist, and hire someone on the spot that knows what they're doing. It doesn't happen. So there might be a difficult thing to replace yourself. You might be a great uh, composer, pianist, and that's your brand. You might not want to replace yourself, but you have a skill, you have a talent. Maybe you want to produce music and you start a company based on you playing music but then you want to produce, you can find a piano player pretty well. But again, talent levels, all this stuff can't make it hard to replace yourself. Now, why should you replace yourself? I kind of touched on this in talking about that story about Grant Thompson. You can replace yourself so that the company, the business, doesn't start running you instead of you running the business, first and foremost. Because if you're the only one who's needed in that company, you can never escape. You can burn yourself out. 
so many people get burned out in business because they build up their company so much that they're stuck doing the jobs in the company, working in the company, so that the company runs them and they don't run the company and they get exhausted, they get burned out, they start getting upset, they start getting snappy with employees, etc. It's a bad thing. So you need to be able to take a break. If you try to hold on control because you feel like you need to control, again, it can cause you to lose sight of why you started in the first place. It can, again, make you grumpy. Try to micromanage people. When you micromanage people, you get less out of them. You make people not want to work for you. It can get bad. So the more stress you have, the more control you have, if you don't delegate some of that authority, so don't delegate some of that control, you can really mess yourself up. And it can be just unhappy and uncomfortable employees and things being kind of rough. And it can lead to ultimate disaster of your company shutting down or even getting fired from your own company. I've seen multiple CEOs who were control freaks that their board of directions, directors fired them. I actually worked with this one guy who worked with me where we were working. I'm going to be nice and not be specific so no one can guess. But he had started a company. He built it up to a six-figure income. And then his own board of directors fired him. And he had to go take basically a just above minimum wage job to make ends meet. And he was one of the most bitter guys I met. And he was telling the customers how he used to make six figures a year and he got fired as they came in, which was just bad for the business. Those customers didn't want to come back. So letting yourself become a control freak, not giving up power, can really mess you up. It can be really, really bad. You don't want that. Now, another thing, as i kind of already been talking about, is if you're the only one with the skill set to make your company run, if you're not replaceable, that means you don't get days off, you don't get vacations, you can't call in sick, you will have to cancel on clients instead of calling in. You can't do that. You can't reach multiple clients. Same thing as when I talked about hiring. With me, right now, of course, because of Corona, my business is all but dead at the moment. But on a normal time, I was wanting to hire people because with multiple people, I can send multiple people to multiple birthday parties. When you're a clown and you're making balloon animals for kids, you can only do one birthday party at a time. You can't do multiple birthday parties at the exact same time. So you want to clone yourself, replace yourself, get someone else to do that. Because when I hired people in, I could do two birthday parties at the exact same time. I do one, and the other guy does another one. If I could get three or four more employees, build my company up, I can grow. So I can send my employees to multiple birthday parties. And now I can really increase my effort without having to 
stress about scheduling. I don't have to be in two places at the same time. So you want to be able to replace yourself. So you can do that. Now, on that, if you don't replace yourself, you do slow down your growth. As I was just talking about, if you're the only one that can do it, you can't grow because there's only a certain amount of hours in a day and you can't do reach multiple customers at once. You stop yourself from growing. And in the balloon world, that's huge. I've seen that all the time. There's so many people I've seen that are really, really skilled, but they it's them and they might have one employee who's a family member and they don't really grow very big. They just make ends meet. They're happy. It's okay with them, but they've never thought about training a replacement. They've never thought about adding people, adding a crew, and getting bigger. Not all, not all of them. There are some people that have crews, have multiple employees, and they're part of an inspiration for this. I've seen some of the biggest companies, even though they've been hit hard with COVID, they were able to grow because they made themselves to the point that they were replaceable. One of the guys, David Mahoney, I've talked about him before, he hardly ever inflates a balloon now. He's been doing this for like 17, 18 years. He doesn't inflate balloons much anymore. He still can do it, and he still jumps in and helps out and helps with some of the more detailed technical designs. But he has a crew that does that now. His job is to manage his crew. He still works hard. Very, very hard. He's still very, very busy. But he's no longer making the balloon animals, making the structures. He doesn't do balloon animals, but making the balloon art, the decorations. He doesn't do that. He has his crew to do that. He runs the company. He does works with the deals, deals with the building maintenance, deals with the contractors, does all that managerial stuff now. And now he can actually take a vacation with his wife and kids and take off for a week or two and come back and everything's running perfectly smoothly. He's replaced himself. He does not need to be there for his company to run. So if you're worried about finding a replacement because not everyone's a balloon artist, for example, then you just need to figure out a way to train a replacement. That might have been kind of an excuse. Well, there's no one that does what I do. Well, then train someone. You can do that. You can train someone to to replace you. And I'm going to get more into that into part two of this podcast. This is actually part one of two. Part two is how to replace yourself. What are the steps you do? What do you need to do? So but I'll come back to that. But one of the things you do is you train a replacement. So it might be excuse, no one does what I do. Instead, say, well, no one does what I do, but I can train them to do what I do. And then you can also train them in your technique. And I know some people that prefer to bring in people who are untrained and train them because then they don't have to untrain them the bad habits that they don't like in their business. Very key little detail there. So... And this is kind of my first point and my biggest point. I'm going to come back here is when you do replace yourself, you really free up your time. You can then still run your business, 
take care of your family. But you can go spend time with your family. You can do other things than work. You can run your business instead of the business running you. You can take a vacation if you need one. You can go out and be with your kids. You can go watch your kids' sports events. You can go be there with your wife. You can take the time you need to be with your family. And that's so important. And then, of course, by the way, as Grant Thompson did, the last year or so of his life, he was able to spend a lot of time with his kids and family, which he hadn't before, which is so perfect. And here's my last point on this whole idea of replacing yourself. And this is a big one. As you should know by now, I think value is the most important thing, that you're providing value. You're in business to provide value. And if you can replace yourself, you provide more value for you, as I've just outlined. You provide more value for your customers because you can help more customers out. They don't have to come straight to you. And if you replace yourself well, where you reproduce great quality, you can help more and more customers. You provide greater value. And then as you grow, as your business grows, as you replace yourself, as you're training people to do what you do, you are providing value for them. You're providing jobs. You're providing incomes. You're helping people provide for their families, which again, helps the overall economy, helps your neighborhood, your city, your country. All this stuff is helped out by replacing yourself. So by replacing yourself, you can better help others. And you can also go off and do more stuff like help do charity events because you now have the time to leave and go do that type of thing. So overall, replacing yourself is a way of adding value to everything around you. Your private life, your private life, your business, your income, your employees, you provide for your employees, you're providing value across the board as you can replace yourself. So if you can replace yourself, don't look at it as a negative thing. It can help out in a huge way. Oh, and one more thing I forgot. I didn't put it on my little outline here, which is if you have a business like I have, where you're doing a service that takes your specific skill set, balloons. Say you're a magic guy. If you want to sell your business, what some call harvesting your business, sell your business, if you are not replaceable in that business, you can't sell that business. I found that out. I tried to sell my balloon business at the beginning of 2019. No one wanted to buy it because they would have to buy me because they didn't know how to do what I do. The whole business is based around my specific, unique skill set of making balloon art, both balloon twisting animals and balloon decorations. I know how to do this stuff. Someone buys my business. They don't know how to do this stuff. And if I don't go with the business or someone just like me that can do it, doesn't go with the business, then why should they buy it? Because I am the business, the business is me. We're inseparable. 
And that's the thing. You don't want to be your business. You want to be separate from your business. Your business and you should be separate. You should be, of course, working on your business. It's your business. You're together, of course. Your business and you are part of each other in a way, of course. But you should be able to separate yourself from the business so that people can buy your business if you choose to sell. Or if you want to retire, you can hire somebody to manage it. Or if you just want to start another business, you can bring someone else to manage and run your business because you've taken yourself out of the equation. It can really help you out. But again, to leave off today, remember the most important part about business is providing value for others. And replacing yourself can help you provide that value. Anyway, you have a great day. I'll see you on Tuesday. Talk to you on Tuesday. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links or... If you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes, and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www.athoz.com, or atheoz.com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.